Hey everyone, welcome back to another Rocket Trade podcast. Today we're going to be talking all about Facebook. Of course, got to mention Musk, a little bit about Trump, and then we're going to talk a little bit about crypto and Shiba Inu and how that's going. We had a massive rise. Uh, I think it was yesterday, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hope you're all money's doing okay. Um, so we're doing a little revamp here. I know Logan, you're probably going to mention it in a bit. Uh, so why don't you take it away? Sure. Yeah, so we're actually changing things up a little bit. We've been really... Uh, I guess swamped with midterms. We thought it was going to be one week, and then everything was clear and ready to go for on our end. But it it wasn't. We ended up having conflicting schedules. Things just didn't work out. We've had more midterms than we thought. Projects do. It's just been really crazy busy. So instead of doing these three podcasts a week where we had the market updates, crypto craze, and stock stories, we're changing it up a little bit. So now we're going to be doing one podcast a week. It's a little bit longer. So we're going to shoot for about twenty to thirty minutes. And we're going to encompass all of the big updates for that week in everything. That's crypto, that's stocks, that's, I, I don't know, maybe some big company updates, some M&A, uh, things like that. Um, but yeah, it's going to be called Market Madness. And you can check us out every week on at Thursday. Um, it's probably going to be released around the same time. So you can expect it to be ready for your commute to work in the morning. Um, this one will be released on Monday. We won't be doing one this Thursday, but starting the next thursday they'll be up every week awesome 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 yeah a little revamp i mean when uh, somebody tells you they're a full-time student they actually are a full-time student like it's been crazy especially in our fourth year thought it was going to be not too bad and uh, i guess we didn't realize how much different it was going to be than first and second year oh yeah no i spent my whole weekend on a lovely date with corporate finance <laughs> yeah and i've been working on advanced corporate finance so i mean we there both we are in the same boat <laughs> yeah uh um, yeah what do we want to start with yeah let's start with facebook so facebook uh is planning to announce on october 28th that they are going to change their name um it, it could be happening sooner we're not 100 percent sure their plan is to announce that but there's a good reason for it um they're looking to create what they're calling or what Zuckerberg Zuckerberg is dubbing the metaverse. So <laughs> when you first Ooh. think of the metaverse, I, I don't know about you, Jim, but I think all about the Flash. Uh, oh, I don't know. I thought of, uh, what's that uh, anime? I don't watch a lot of anime, though. There was one, uh, Sword Art Online, you know, where they put that cask and they go out, like on set of the game for like two days. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's called either, but I know what you mean. No, it's it's definitely a weird name, I'd say. Yeah. It's not the multiverse, it's the metaverse. It's not the multiverse, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, essentially what they're planning on doing is uh, the name change would encompass the collection of businesses, which is Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and Oculus, which for whoever doesn't know, Oculus is virtual reality. Um, they're all owned by Facebook. So mm. I don't know what's going to happen. It's I don't know if they're planning on making this cumulative new social media app that encompasses all of these four different four different uh, businesses or if it's right. just a simple name change for Facebook. Here's a question for you. Why would Facebook dump its name? Its name is highly marketable. They've been working at it for years. Nobody doesn't know what Facebook is. Like my grandfather lived in a village in Lebanon all his life. He knows what Facebook is. You know what I mean? Yeah, what I do. And that's do and that's where it gets interesting because um you're not the first person to ask me. Um essentially 
so business goes through different cycles and they have their mm-hmm. startup phase and they have their rapid growth phase and then they have maturity phase. I'm, I'm sure there's one more um, that I'm missing. Um, but essentially, I would say that Facebook is in their maturity phase. So even though they have very good growth per per year, um, they're still kind of hitting that plateau and they're like very consistent, sustainable growth. We don't see any large, I guess, movements upwards like you would right. in, in startup or uh, sorry, the rapid growth growth cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and this name change could actually set them back into that rapid growth cycle. Because if you're going to be, let's say, implementing all these four businesses together, you're effectively creating a new a new company, I would like to call it, um, that's highly successful on all their different business units. You already know mm-hmm. that there's success in Facebook and in Instagram and in, um, WhatsApp. And I guess, I mean, for those of who are interested in, in virtual reality, Oculus is one of the best. Mm-hmm. So when you have four successful businesses and you make them one cumulative business, then you're just looking to reset that business cycle timer and go back into that rapid growth phase, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess. You know what? Instagram, I felt like, I don't know, they might have had a, like a long-term plan, but if, if it weren't me, I would look at like making Instagram its own kind of uh, companies away from Facebook as much as they can, like even like put it publicly on the market because what Instagram is doing, Facebook cannot do. Like you also got to remember that they're tied up to a lot of... Uh, controversies like facebook with like the uh, privacy problems he's been in the in front of uh what's it called like in court like for millions of millions of times for privacy invasion whatever so i would get why they want to clear like get out it's just a matter of would that kind of change the perspective around it you know mm, yeah i know what you mean um like if it were me i would even if it's not really true, I would work on like getting uh, the idea that Mark Zuckerberg's role inside Facebook is diminishing because I think people are rallying against him. That's the issue there. Yeah, I would definitely say like Zuckerberg is slowly fading out of Facebook and that's like to be expected, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I do think this would provide a good platform for maybe a switch of management eventually. Oh yeah. because Honestly, I think that's what's needed, yeah. Because like Zuckerberg's been working with facebook for for a long time now and there's not really how do i say this there's not really any other way to to continue forward without making a drastic change because zuckerberg's built this framework exactly like that's that's how facebook is facebook is becoming like the nasdaq market like it's not one uh, or like growth for all their companies. Like Facebook has been kind of relying on the growth of Instagram and WhatsApp, like all these kind of uh, platforms mod- or stabilizing each other. So like Facebook still being like the ad great, like the greatest when it comes to ad or whatever, but like they definitely should like have uh, reported the loss in subscribers or something or followers or whatever you call them. Mm. You know, it's just... Yeah, it's definitely... Nobody's using Facebook as much. The whole thing's definitely a sticky situation, but I can see why they'd want to combine at least Facebook and Instagram in some capacity. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like they, I think they need to for the survival of the company at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because you have the massive um, growth from Instagram that's still kind of in that rapid growth phase, whereas you have kind of Facebook reaching maturity, kind of in that shakeout period. Mm -hmm. 
Hmm. Oh, and Facebook got screwed big time from Apple, right? Because of the uh, anti-piracy uh, laws or the stuff that they added on the new software that kind of makes it face uh, makes it harder for Facebook to market uh, and grab information from consumers. That's and true. So, uh, yeah, and so I guess you need to kind of think of uh, something outside the scope of advertisements. Yeah, for sure. Moving on from Facebook, yeah. though. I think you were talking to me something something happened with Trump, right? Yeah, Trump, our little friend here, is creating his own social media platform. Oh man. He's, oh he man, you know what this is? This is what? Facebook's main competition. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. This is gonna be the Fox News of social media, I promise. Like oh man. So basically and he's already into a, like a bunch of trouble because of it. So basically of Trump Media and Technology is gonna, uh, it's a SPAC, right? So they, he's gonna, he listed it as a SPAC last week and it did pretty good. So, kind of a little rundown. I was looking here on TradingView and I noticed there's a cutoff from the year 2017 to the 20th, to the 7th of October 2021. So, I'm assuming it was on the market, it was public, then he privatized it and now it's public again. Um, but anyways, it opened up like around 12 bucks per, per share and it reached a peak at one point of $177. I cannot pretty, even. Pretty impressive. Honestly, shit on the guy as much as we want. Like that's pretty impressive. Some people cashed out here. What What's the ticker? Uh, DWAC. What? Yeah, no idea. Digital war oh, Warlock. No, no. The Digital uh, <laughs> Warlock. <laughs> what? Uh, what's it called? His his company is called, or like the <laughs> the platform is called Truth Social. Yeah, yeah, but the ticker's DWAC? Yeah, which I have no idea where it's coming from. Digital World Acquisition Corp. So someone acquired him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Interesting. Oh, my God. I am yeah. blown away. Yeah, this was two right? days of massive growth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did we go so, to? What did we start at? How did we miss that, honestly? I don't know. We started at $9, and it's now... This was a 10-bagger in two days. Yeah, yeah. I don't wow. know how I missed that. I usually get like big news like this, like somehow, you know? My Twitter goes off, or my... Uh, uh, like I don't know, that Hungry Bull app goes off or something and i just i only noticed it like after like at the hungry bull app which was like two days late you could have turned a thousand dollars into ten thousand dollars can you imagine like screw bitcoin at this point screw wow. crypto insane um, yeah so he made big time anyways um people are not liking it the sec is kind of already like looking around it because him being a president or whatever he has like this kind of like political uh what do you call them like obligations and he's working on a new media out, uh, outlet so uh, is there no web version like, is it just an app i don't know because i can't like I've been... oh it's not it's not uh launched yet that's the oh. thing it launches uh november like on a trial basis and then it will fully launch by 2022 okay so the so, trial trial basis is no beginning of november i think so yeah all right i'll put a nice notification on my phone to invest before then <laughs> yeah um, this is not trading no, advice. This is not trading advice. 
Not at all, but yeah, I'm the, I'm doing it as well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's called Truth Social. People are hating it. The SEC is looking into it because he's a president and he's like has like these obligations to kind of like abide by media regulations. And it's already, I guess, broken a couple, or it's in a gray area right now. Um, yeah, it's it's under a SPAC, so I guess that's one way he tried to hide like the fact that he's the one who owns it or something. Mm, yeah for sure um but yeah that's it there's not much information it's just him being trump you know he got mad that twitter banned him for a while so oh yeah, yeah of course I'll make my he, own he, had to, he had to make his own yeah <laughs> yeah oh man funny guy anywho yeah um, any anywho is right um we have some more musk news now that's something i'm interested in yeah, so this is this is actually crazy. So Tesla's <laughs> record had a record quarter on Wednesday, earning one point six billion, and mm-hmm. their automotive sales hit thirteen point eight billion, which is a fifth higher than the three months to June. Mm. And on top of all of that, their Shanghai factory manufactured one hundred thirty three thousand vehicles, which is more than their plant in California, and it's only been open a little over a year. <laughs> You know that uh, meme with uh, Snoop Dogg where he says, this MF don't miss? <laughs> yeah. He don't miss, man. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, exactly what happens with uh, with Musk. He does not miss at all. So I'd like to I'd like to just bring some, like, some uh, attention to a couple of things with this article, though. So for whoever's interested in going to read the article themselves, it's about his um, promises being more realistic. It's called Elon Musk's promises are getting more realistic. And there's more to it than just these sales. So essentially, um, Elon's known to miss Mrs. Mark, like for production, for everything. He's very optimistic. And mm-hmm. I mean, he does hit his mark eventually. It's just not usually mm-hmm. when he says it is. Right. And we all expect it. And it's not a big deal because he always ends up like reaching it at some point. So it's we take it with a grain of salt. But he's been more accurate as of recently. And especially with these sales and this massive growth. And if anyone was paying attention to his stock, it's shot up recently as well. We're uh, trading trading around $900, I'm pretty sure. Um, but the most important thing to take away from this is that he told his investors earlier in October that essentially he's going to keep growing production by at least 50% a year for quite a while. So when you think 50% uh... a year for quite a while... And he's at one hundred thirty-three thousand vehicles. <laughs> he's... Wow! Yeah. And he's also stating that he believes that the Model Y SUV is going to be the best-selling vehicle by twenty twenty-three. Which I don't doubt if he can cut the price down from yeah, boosted no, sales. That's yeah, that's pretty realistic. I honestly believe that too. But fifty uh, percent increase. I think he's like also, <laughs> you know, these bots that he's trying to manufacture. I think they're going to be driving in Teslas. <laughs> Yeah, honestly. No, I think uh, we we like with this article being released and what he's been saying, we can definitely expect a lot more from Tesla, and mm-hmm. their shares are quite pricey. Even like even for me, I'm not um, too comfortable uh, buying nine hundred dollars shares. Personally, I, I'm more of a small cap to medium cap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Tesla, I'd consider a little bit on the large cap side now at this point. I think they're I don't know what the market cap is, but. Um, my biggest holding right now is Disney. 
like like uh, by market cap other than ETFs. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm not risk adverse, right? But I am a market cap adverse. It's crazy. Like they, like their growth is just you gotta you gotta like think about that though. Like last year, not even last year. It was as well. Like 2020, 06, I would say June twenty twenty. They had a five to one uh, split. Yeah, I know. They were at two hundred dollars. They gained seven hundred dollars and not even a year, probably a little over a year. So per share. So I don't know if um, I know you're taking corporate finance right now. I don't know if our professor has mentioned to you, but um, the the textbook for corporate finance is written by a guy called Aswath Demodoran. Okay. And um, like the proper like world renowned corporate finance textbook. Mm-hmm. essentially he i was listening to one of his lectures because we use some of his pre-recorded lectures mm-hmm. um on youtube and i was listening to one of them and apparently he had sold his tesla shares right before the the price went up and when he, and he was in around when they were 200 dollars a share and he recorded this new lecture as of um when it was i believe around 500 yes so he sold like literally like he said a month like less than a month before it shot up the first time yikes he was like, oh, he must be he's basically saying, I wanted to diversify my risk, so I ended up closing my position. But imagine what kind of investor I'd be if I was upset over it. <laughs> but I mean, that's a that was a massive opportunity yeah. lost, and he even recognized that it was a massive opportunity lost. Yeah, but like it's like again, like is there a company that's doing the same growth that Tesla's doing? Oh no, not at all. <laughs> Not in um, yeah. in my opinion, it probably is like smaller cap companies. Like they have rapid growth, but yeah, well, for sure. But um, Neo, which by the way, Neo's growing pretty quick. Not by Neo? not by stock price, but I'd say internally. Um, <laughs> hopefully, stock price soon, eh? <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. The, I mean, the uh, but like there are some people who are talking about SpaceX doing. An IPO. Bigger growth than Tesla. But uh, there's no that? IPO yet. There is an IPO? No, they're, they're thinking about it. I, I read something somewhere. It was like not, I don't think it was an official news article or anything, but I read something somewhere about them thinking about it. I'm pretty sure. Yo, that will shoot up. Yeah. Like, it will break records for IPOs, for sure. Yeah, exactly. So, hoping, hoping. Anyway. I don't know if like, oof. Yeah. Um... We got one yeah, more thing anyways. to talk about. Well, I mean, it's a couple things, but it's all in one thing. Speaking of Elon Musk, right? Yeah. We got uh, his dogs acting up a bit. Sheba! <laughs> yeah, we Sheba's uh, doing awesome. Really good. Sheba's, what, up, I don't even know, quite quite a bit in the past, what? Two days? Two days, past 48 hours, I, I'd say. I would say it definitely hit the 100. It definitely, yeah, it's, huh. we were at what, 56, 0.000056, I believe. At one point, I think highest, yeah. Um, we're just going to go double check and fact check us, but um, yeah, we, de- uh, we Yeah, so, sh- sorry. Go for it. Oh, I'm just like kind of uh, adding some background. So uh, Shiba shot up like crazy amid a few things happening. First of all, a huge whale buying up $500 billion worth of, or sorry, 500 billion Shibas, which were equivalent to $16 million. Um, 
Uh, also, I don't know if you're not the one who sent me about like the burn up, right? No. Uh, okay, so let me just pull it up real quick because that is awesome news. So on the 23rd of October at 2 p.m., a tweet came out that there has been a total of 877,949,000 ship coins uh, burned and one transaction. And oh. one transaction. That so, would help massively because exactly for anyone who doesn't know, the reason that Shiba doesn't like shoot up in value very quick and why it's almost guaranteed to not hit one cent is because every time someone buys coins, they're adding to the total um, amount of coins on the market, mm-hmm. which is essentially um, the best way to put it is you can't, if you keep adding to your pool of coins, then like you're not... It's it's almost like I don't know how to word it the best way to word it, but it's like counterproductive. So here's the thing: Pokemon cards they're rare, and there's a reason why they're rare. If if that hundred thousand dollar card there's like a hundred thousand more of it, it would not be as rare. Yeah, it'd so be worth nobody way would less. buy it. Yeah, and that's basically how coins are, like crypto coins are, just like anything kind of like economics wise. Uh, it's just pure demand and offer right yeah that's a good way to put it too because like if you have um a shot uh what is it i think a shadow list charizard i believe it's one of the one of the rarest cards oh yeah yeah i don't know series one <laughs> shadow i don't know what they're called i don't yes. i don't follow it all the only time i hear about it's on millennial money but anyway um yeah it's worth like a massive amount of money versus like if i had like some super common card it's not gonna be worth anything same with exactly. Shiba. There's so many on the market that your coin's worth, well, not worthless, but it, it has very little value. But if you start burning them, which burning them means taking them off the market. So if you go on Shiba on the website, there's a way you can burn coins. And essentially what Jim just said is someone burned how many in one transaction? Uh, close to 900 million. Yeah, so Sorry. that that's yeah, taking yeah. a lot of coins off the market, mm-hmm. which that probably attributed to that price hike. So, in comparison, uh, there are currently 19 million Bitcoins in uh, existence. Uh, and, like, like that's why, like, Bitcoin is rare is because there's so so little of it, you know? Uh, 19 million, you might think it's a lot, but, like, think of, like, how many people are actually buying. Do you want me to contrast uh, with uh, Shiba's supply? There you go. They have 395 trillion circulating. There you go. There you go. And there's an initial supply of one quadrillion. So there's like, out of the 395, there's uh, 605 million, uh, sorry, 605 trillion that haven't been uh, uh, mined yet, right? And so, uh, which is good. Now, this is good so, because right now, so far, a total of 410, that's trillion, I think. So after billion, yeah, tr- after billion is trillion, right? <laughs> Here you go, million, yeah. billion, trillion, quadrillion. Okay, so yeah, 510 trillion tokens, which was 41%, have been burned from the initial supply of one quadrillion. So we're burning them like crazy, which is the one thing we need for Shiba Inu to actually rack up in prices. So basically what that is telling me, like um, for anyone who watches Graham Stephanie, he released a video explaining um, why Shiba won't hit... I don't know if it was $1 or $0.01, cent, but one of the two. One cent. And he explained what we're just explaining, but in greater detail. And mm-hmm. he also explained to people that they need to burn coins 
um, like we are telling you right now in order for the value to rise, but who wants to burn their coins? Well, the people who want to burn coins are these whales who are buying like triple that at once or mm-hmm. quadruple that at the same time, like billions of coins. And they're like, well, I might as well go burn some and take some off the market because it doesn't really affect them a whole lot because the price is going to go up and they already have holdings. Yeah. And by the way, the NFT hasn't come out. So I don't know. We talked about this earlier. The Shiba Inu NFT is going to come out and that can only bought with that can only be bought with uh, ship coins. And so any ship coin that that goes like during that transaction will be immediately burned. So that's also another way to like burn all the coins. Um, and on top of that, SHIB hasn't been listed on um, Robinhood yet. So. Also, yeah. So a lot of huge potential, like growth potential. Yeah, exactly. And SHIB just hit number 10 on, on um, Coinbase. So that's there another. I think it went up like seven uh, positions in like in the past uh, two days. Yeah. Like it doubled its uh, market cap, right? Yeah, exactly. It's It's been crazy. Uh, oh, yeah. By the way, Bitcoin, there's, all, there's only 21 million that could be in existence. So... And out of the 21 million, 18 million has been uh, uh, mined. But the thing about like cryptocurrency is the more or the less there is, the harder it becomes to mine it. And so the last 3 uh, million are going to take way more time than the 18 million uh, to, to be mined like in total. Yeah. Um, if that was not, I don't know if that was clear or not. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. The, basically, the more supply that there is, the longer it takes to mine a Bitcoin. So exactly. it's, it's harder to approve the transaction, which is what mining is. Um, the shorter it is. Right? So the longer, the more there's supply, or I guess the, the, the more supply there is that hasn't been mined, the shorter it is to... So the yeah, yeah. It's easier, it's easier to break easy. the code because there's so many different codes. There we go. Yeah, that's the best way to explain it. So basically it's encrypted with a, a blockchain code and to, in order to mine it, you need to crack the code, which is basically what all these miners do so the less codes there are the harder it is to mine yeah exactly um so just to end things off uh there's also a tweet by elon that pushed uh dogecoin up a little bit wasn't there oh shit yeah um that's a whole story i mean <laughs> I'll, I'll try to say as fast as i can so basically there was uh, i think the shiba inu uh coin admin account uh tweeted about to elon musk just asking something i don't remember what the question is because it was along the line of uh does you you have some uh of our sh- shit coins right and then elon musk sent one uh tweet which was just one word which is nope <laughs> and which was hilarious it kind of stopped that growth for a little bit which is good because i bought in at that point but uh and then he talked about uh, Dogecoin and saw how he chose it, why he chose it. And the reason behind it is he's, he was talking to these like manufacturers or people who were working in his plant, not really like uh, expert uh, in technology or whatever, just a regular worker. And most of them seem to have Dogecoin already. So he thought it was like the coin of the people. And that's why he got, he like started backing it, which is good. Like it will also like grow Dogecoin. I have both. So I do want both to prosper. And I also put a, some more um, some more capital into Dogecoin after that tweet. And I managed to get in one cent before it's hitting consolidation right now at 0.34. So um, that's really good. My break even's somewhere around 0.28 or something Canadian. Yeah. And we're at 0.34. So my new investment brought up my break even to about 0.31, I think. So I'm about three cents above my break even, which is great. 
news from me. I'm holding this pretty long, same as you, so. <laughs> that's good, that's good, man. No, it's definitely going to huge potential, huge potential. Yeah. So with that, thanks for tuning in to our new Market Madness podcast. We'll see you next Thursday, not this Thursday, next Thursday. Um, pop us on on your way to work and we'll tell you all about what you need to know for that week. Have a good one. Take it easy.